To start, press any key. Where's the any key? Presents Spooky South Ghost with your hosts Tim Weisberg and Matt Costa. You have, you have to start the show right away, Matt. We can't we can't wait. We don't have enough time tonight. We don't. You know, I didn't even pay attention. Did the Red Sox win? Does anybody know? Did they win? No. Yeah, they were down a three-run homer. So. Uh, Hey, good morning. It's uh, it's almost Sunday. Welcome to Spooky South Coast. Tim Weisberg here. Matt Costa behind the boards. Finally, I got up out of that seat and let him sit there so we could start the show. And uh, science advisor Matt Moniz along as well. A bit of an abbreviated show. For those who checked out the blog at SpookySouthCoast.com or for those who uh, on our MySpace, uh, that's MySpace.com slash SpookySouthCoast if you'd like to join up and hang out with us there. Uh, we did post up earlier today that our show tonight would be dealing with lucid dreaming, uh, dreams and how they relate to the paranormal, uh, just different aspects of uh, sleep disorders and how they can be mistaken for paranormal phenomena. Uh, we had a, a, just a great show planned with uh, Dominic Adesani of the Lucidity Institute, and just due to the Red Sox going into extra innings, we will have to postpone that program. Uh, it will happen probably after the Halloween holiday because we're we've got a lot of stuff to cover between now and uh what we consider to be Christmas too which is the uh Halloween holiday all hellos eve and also Sam Hain so we got a yeah we just merged that all together and uh we got some stuff planned for that too but we'll get into that in the coming weeks uh also uh, we want to remind everybody about the Capers open meeting at the end of this month uh that will be the 20 20- Ninth, uh, at Cape Cod Community College, uh, the noted author Rosemary Ellen Guiley will be presenting the Ghosts of Angela Webb, and also they have their haunted Barnstable tours going on every weekend between now and Halloween. You can take this tour led by Derek Bartlett, the founder of Capers. It's a, a terrific tour. I was talking with Derek earlier, and and he was saying uh, a lot of positive response uh, from the people taking the tour, and a lot of advanced bookings. Uh, in advance of Halloween. So you want to make sure that you call in. Uh, and if you go to capers.com, you can also email them. Uh, get the word in that you want to go on one of these tours before Halloween because it is filling up fast. So that takes care of that little bit of business. Uh, if by any chance our friend Christine is listening, uh, she talked with Rick Hayes a couple of weeks ago when we had him on, and uh, her grandmother came through to Rick. Uh, I have a copy of that book. Rick sent it to you. And I'm going to leave it here for you at the station. And that's uh, that's that business. All right, good night, everybody. See you later. No, just kidding. We have a wonderful friend to Spooky South Coast, kind enough to stay on the line with us through the Red Sox extra inning adventure. You know her as Kristen from Taps and Ghost Hunters. But uh, in actuality, that's her stage name. Her real name is Kristen from Taps and Ghost Hunters. Hey, uh, this, this is the comedy that happens at 20 Minutes of Midnight. It's it, it's usually by this point the show is hitting a great downhill slide, so we're actually starting downhill tonight. It, it doesn't really work out. All right, so let's go to the phones. Kristen, are you still with us? Or did you hang up by now? I did not hang up, but uh, I'm glad I'm your downward slope. 
<laughs> that was perfect. That was perfect because I knew as soon as I said it that it was going to come out sounding the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> no, we we are on the downward slope. Uh, we when we came in at nine o'clock, nine thirty, we were already tired. Oh, very nice. That's how the uh, that's what the Red Sox do to us these days. You know, they just drain all of our life blood out. And the, the two mats could care less. That's that's what's even stranger. <laughs> so uh, you have something interesting coming up. Uh, 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 the Mighty Minicon was the name of it. Yeah. All right. Why don't you tell everybody about that event? It is in Utica, New York. Um, it's basically like a comic book convention. There's going to be some really cool people there. Um, most of the people from TAPS are going. Um, Donna, Paula, myself, Keith, Sandra, Carl, Dustin, um, Andy, Mike Dion, a whole bunch of us there. It's going to be, we're going to have like a panel where you can ask us questions about ghost hunters and the paranormal, of course. And then there'll be kind of like an autograph session where you know how they set up booths and you kind of walk around and we'll be actually just sitting there waiting for people to come up to us. So well, I, don't, I don't think you'll have to wait very long. <laughs> I hope not. I mean, at these at these conventions, uh, you find that, a lo- you know, you do have a big crossover audience. Uh, there are a lot of comic book fans that are also fans of the paranormal and fans of the sci-fi channel. Yeah, uh, and, and of you course- just said crossover fans. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and also there is... Uh, yeah. Better than cross-dressing. It, that's true. It depends on how they look. <laughs> the, uh, but also, uh, you know, like look at like Brian and Steve. They're both uh, big into this stuff too. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they're collectors, and and you know, we us here at Spooky South Coast are collectors. I don't know about Matt Moniz, but Matt Cost and I are you know lifelong fans of comic books. And I always wanted to be a comic book when I grew up, but right. it didn't it didn't really work out. Well, maybe we can dress you up like a comic book for Halloween. That might work. Uh, didn't uh, Brian's in a comic book now, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I heard something about that. Yeah. Um, I haven't actually had a chance to look at it yet, but yeah. That's how you know you've made it. Any plans for Ghost Hunters action figures? I know I've seen some some I handmade ones floating around on the web, but you know, uh, maybe <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll get Todd McFarland to put out a line of Ghost Hunters figures. Oh, good. Well, if they do, I was hoping if they could make me look a little skinnier, that would be nice. Well, that I don't think that they, uh, you know, Todd McFarland. He's all about realism, so. Oh yeah. crap! Yeah, you, you, wait till you see the the lost figures. I saw an advance on those. the The Hurley figure looks life size. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, so but now when you go to these conventions, uh, generally, is that what you usually do? You set up uh, a table and let people come up, or are you guys trying to get out and meet some of these other exhibitors that are there as well? Um. Yeah, we'll we'll have some time, uh, as far as I know, to kind of go out and walk around. I'd asked about that, um, and he said that it's basically. You know, we'll have the the breaks. We'll take a break from our table, and then we'll be able to walk around for a little bit, and then, you know, we'll be seated, and then, you know, the other groups will get up and walk around. So I hope I get to see some of the people. It would be nice. Do you know who some of the other guests are that will be there? Um, of course, you had to ask me that. No, off the top <laughs> of my head, I don't. <laughs> well, we can post the link up at uh, SpookySouthCoast.com, so uh, if, if people want to check it out and purchase tickets, and they'll be able to see who's going to be there and, yeah, uh, and just so you can make sure you bring all your stuff to have it signed. Well, yeah, and I know that some of us are going to have um, our own um, photos if people wanted them uh, autographed rather than just a regular piece of paper or whatnot. So yeah, there you I go. Think, yeah, and um, actually on our tap message board, I actually talked to Rick Only, who is kind of putting this all together, and asked him if we could maybe do a raffle. And just kind of have people randomly email email me, and I'll just pick a winner, and they'll get free passes for the weekend, 
Um, I believe they're going to get the discount rate for the hotel for the weekend. Um, and he said he would put together a prize for them. So, wow. yeah, people can just kind of send me a, a message on our message board or um, to my email address on, on TAPS and we'll just kind of randomly pick who wins, you know. Hey, are you going to save me your room? You already are going to get tickets from me if you go. <laughs> oh. Well, and I got your freshness, buddy. Who, me? No. <laughs> uh, now, is the Season 2 DVD going to be out in time to have people uh, bring that to have it signed? Or? No. I actually looked today on Amazon, and it's not. I don't think it's going to be out until October. But they will get it out. Now, October 11th is the new season, right? Yep. That's what I've been hearing. And and I know that there's a big plan on that day of uh, having a, an entire Ghost Hunters Day where they're going to rerun all the previous episodes leading up to the season premiere. That's what I'm hearing, yeah. That's what it says on the uh, sci-fi board. I, I think they're starting from season two, and they're just doing season two all day up until um, the season three season premiere. That, I couldn't get that out of my mouth. Now, now how much do you watch it uh, when it, when it comes back on? I mean, I'm sure you probably watch the episodes before they go to air. You must see something, uh, some version of it before it actually goes to the network right no we don't really no nope, we so, see it as everybody else sees it so it's it's like survivor you know you don't know what happens and how they edit it until you actually see it broadcast over the air uh, yeah by then it's too late you know yeah <laughs> i'm really not that mean i swear <laughs> but is, is that is, is that what you do now on at wednesday nights at 10 o'clock do you sit down and watch it to see how it came out yeah i watch it yeah when i uh i've watched it since day one um so i mean i've I got to see the progression in it as well, which is uh, pretty good. But, um, yeah, we don't, you know, get to see it until it comes out, and we kind of sit there going, ooh, ooh, what's going to happen, what's going to happen? <laughs> and that's what's interesting is when you have a marathon like they do, and they, they're good about having these marathons when there's a, a holiday or, you know, some time when people can really sit down and get into the show, and I think that's what's really helped help some of the success along but they have these marathons and you can see a guy like dave tango come in and you see the early times that he's there and where he's not quite sure what he's doing to the point now where he is you know more comfortable and he's training other investigators and it's good that you can see how the team has really you know forged together with with different members oh yeah yeah the other the other uh problem with that too though is when you see all of these as a marathon is it's you know by the time you're watching the third or fourth episode. You've forgotten to go to your computer to go check for the you know, the deleted scenes and all the extra evidence and all the other things they put on the website. So, yep, you got to have the computer on one side and the TV on the other to get it all. It's a very interactive program. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They have actually now they have a full episode online. What I like about when they show this is the progression of how you guys have learned from each of the uh, investigations that you've done. Yep. I mean, every time you go do an investigation, you you collect more evidence. You learn from the past one that hey, if we did this, we get more evidence recorded, or this this and that. You you can see that progression as as the seasons go along. Oh yeah. You can also see how irritated uh, Jason gets with with Brian too. <laughs> it, it's. You know, when you're watching it week to week when it's new episodes, it's like, okay, you know, by now he's probably calmed down a little bit. But when you get to watch him back to back, it's, you know, it's a constant hammering, poor guy. Yeah. And, of course, he's got uh, he's got some exciting things going on himself now, so. He does, yeah. going to have a new investigator in the family. Yeah, I know. 
We'll have to get her some, um, you know, actually someone had brought this up on um, our message board, which is an excellent idea, is having kid toys that were, you know, like a, a EMF meter and the recorder and the, the thermometer. And I thought that was so cool. I mean, my son's 10, and for the past, I don't know, what, since he was, you know, two or three, I mean, he's known about the paranormal. So for him to have, of course, he runs, you know, he'll take mine and kind of walk around and, oh, look at this, look at this, you know, and I'm like, oh, dear God, put that down. <laughs> if they only had a child's version, it would be great. Well, I mean, it's is it really, though? Is it really a good thing to have a child's version? Cause then I think you, so. Yeah. I think if they learn about it, then they'll be less apt to... You know, I don't get him running into my room. I'm scared something's under my bed, something's in my closet. I don't get that. I can see that, yeah. But maybe uh, if you put out these junior junior ghost hunting kits, you know, it's uh, it could be highly marketable for you. Yeah. Well, maybe that's okay. Copywritten. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You want to make sure that you file all the paperwork Monday morning for that. Yeah. Really. (laughs) But no, I mean, it's not like you said. It's not a bad idea to get them involved at an early age when. uh, I mean, I'm going through it now. I I have a two and a well almost two-and-a-half-year-old, and, you know, he wakes up from his naps, and, and we don't know he's awake until we hear him in there talking to something. Yeah. And it's like, a, you know, at one point, do you say to them, do you stop saying, no, there's nobody there to, okay, maybe he really is talking to something that, that we can't see. Yep. I mean, now, now, you took that approach just from the beginning of, of recognizing it as probably he's talking to somebody or something we can't see? Um, I didn't actually have to take that approach. <laughs> He actually, I heard him from my living room. My grandmother had passed probably a a month or so uh, prior to that, and I I heard him saying, I know, Nana, I know I have to go to bed. I know I have to go to bed. And I kind of froze and thought to myself, oh, no, that he's got to be dreaming. (laughs) And I looked in, and I had asked him, like, who who are you talking to? He's like, "Uh, Nana, can't you see her? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. So he had started so early that I just never told him that it was, you know, that he shouldn't. Um, um, he probably has your sensitivity. That's why. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> the uh, the the problem too, though, is you know, uh, at that age, you can't really tell uh, right away when they are talking to something or talking about something too. I yeah, mean, you're right. Because at two years old, he'll say he'll be talking for ten minutes about Nana, but mm-hmm. you know he's he's asking if we can go to Nana's house, and he just doesn't know how to phrase his question yet. So sometimes I'm a little bit worried about it when I don't really need to be. That's where a tape recorder comes in handy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. My wife won't let me do that. She <laughs> she, she takes the approach of I don't want to know. I don't want to know who he's talking to. <laughs> nice. Now, uh, I know you probably can't talk too much about the, the new season, but did you get to go out on any of these trips that they took? Or um, I have not gone out at all for season three. Because I know they were all over the place. They went to uh, Ireland and to England. Yep. And that's, uh, that's you know, you got to get passports for that. It's kind of a hassle. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what about locally? Uh, I know last season, uh, heading into the back nine of season two, we talked to you, and, and uh, a caller had mentioned the possibility that, Taps had investigated the Palladium, and it turns out that we couldn't say that you had, but that you had. Is yeah. there any any places that you can hint at like that that might be local that they might have gone to? Or? Um, no. <laughs> no. Just that they didn't they didn't go anywhere locally. You just can't hint. No, to I can't. I can't say until they come out. <laughs> okay. So. But yes, they did do a local one. Okay, because I, that's what I like. I like the fact that at least so far here in 
in the seasons that they've done, there's always been at least two or three episodes where it is something local to this area. Yeah. And I think that that's key because, you know, it, you have to show to the national and international audience just how strong the paranormal is in New England. Oh, absolutely. And you're going to be uh, spending some time uh, in Salem, you said, for? Yeah, I am, actually. There is uh, an awesome Internet site called The Scare Factor um, that you can find them on my uh, MySpace page as well, and along with the Mighty Minicon. Um, and they they review haunted houses and not the ones that claim they have paranormal activity, just the Halloween haunted houses that people put up. Um, and it gives you a, a breakdown of the whole haunted house, how the makeup was, how the actors were. Were you really scared, or was it just kind of one of those things, oh, I heard them running in the hallway, I knew it was coming up, you know. It, it's, they review it to the point that you think, oh, God, i got to go. I mean, this makeup's greater. You know, it was horrible, it's not worth it. Um, there's a whole bunch of places in Massachusetts that I'm going to try to squeeze in in the month of October, um, which I don't know how well that's going to work, but um, I know I'm hopefully going to meet up with you and do the one in Fall River. They are and opening on the, what's today, the 9th? They open on the 15th. So next September? Yeah, I think so. Whatever next weekend is, next Friday, I think. Oh, cool. Is, is their opening. So they, they get a couple of weeks jump uh, on the, the Halloween season, and they, they put on a phenomenal display down there. And each year they try to add something new because it's a whole huge empty factory. So they've got the space. It's just once they can get the actors in there and get the sets built, they try to add something each year. So it's, it's incredible what they do. Oh, that's awesome. I know that uh, I think it was last year or the year before they told me that uh, a limo had pulled up outside the building and they were wondering what all this ruckus was about a, about this limo and apparently it was Ty Law from the Patriots. Get out. Yeah, he had heard about it and he had to go see it and he brought his whole family. So it oh, did, wow, that's awesome. The word definitely does get out. Yeah, that would be definitely cool. All right, well, yeah, anyone who wants to join us on any of these is more than welcome um, to come with me. Now, are you gonna, to do you, you're gonna want to put. You're gonna post out like MySpace bulletins about which ones you're gonna go to, or? Yeah, actually, I had given them. They had sent me a list to kind of choose from what was close to me and, and easier for me to go to, um, and then I had sent the list back to him. So I'll probably hear back from him in a couple of days, and then I'll start posting um, which ones I'm, you know, I'm gonna go to, and you know when. Hopefully, there'll be. You know, people if they want to go, and then they get to experience it as well. So that'd be kind of cool. Well, that's not that's good because one of the things that I do at the newspaper is I I have a column where I review restaurants, and yeah. I can't let people know that I'm there, and I can't let them know uh, when I'm coming because then it could skew the results. But I could see how when you're coming there with a, a big group, and you know, you want to let these haunted houses know that you're coming so they can put that extra oomph into the performance. Yeah, well, maybe I should stay on the download. End. <laughs> no, I wouldn't worry too much about no, it. I anymore. know I'm only can. I can just imagine, uh, even on a on a slow night where nobody's feeling it. You know what I mean? I'm sure some of these are still downright scary. There's oh, yeah. uh, probably that I can think of off the top of my head two big local ones the one in fall river the factory of terror and there's one in lakeville the lakeville haunted house and unlike the factory of terror which is a private independently owned business the lakeville haunted house i believe is put on civically by the town and it's it's legendary for just some of the displays they put on i mean they go way beyond the uh spaghetti and the uh peeled grapes and the bowl and (laughs) so, so we'll have to make sure that you can get out to that one as well 
Yeah, definitely. Any place that uh, I can get to, I'll definitely go. And it's great because I get to talk to the actors and the owners or you know the managers of the place, so they can give me some information on it and, and tell me how they think it's run and what their strong points are, and you know they get to voice their opinion as well. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, and then they are, there are some characters that run these, people that you would not expect to be doing this for a living. Yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, hopefully we'll get into all that. I still have to contact them, but hopefully we'll have the owners of the Factory of Terror on real soon. That would be cool. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, and uh, again, you know, we thank you for coming on with us. We, we have to go because we have to run a whole bunch of commercials that uh, okay. were stacked up by the Red Sox here for us. But, uh, and, of course, you're welcome anytime. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. And, and please, we are just here because of the interest generated in the paranormal through Ghost Hunters and the work of TAP. So we wouldn't be here if people weren't watching your show. Nice. All right. Well, thank you. And uh, stay in touch. And we'll definitely hit some of these haunted attractions, both uh, both uh, fictionally haunted and legitimately. Very good. All right. Take care. All right, guys. See you later. Bye-bye. That is Kristen Gartland of TAPS and the Sci-Fi Channel's Ghost Hunters program. And we want you to check out her MySpace if you want to keep up to date with all of the events that she's going to be attending, all these haunted houses. It's myspace.com slash hellskristen, H-E-L-L-S-K-R-I-S-T-Y-N. And, of course, uh, she's in the top whatever number of friends on our MySpace, Spooky South Coast, myspace.com, Spooky South Coast. And, of course, SpookySouthCoast.com, where we, that's like our lifeblood every day. It's, yeah, have you made it your homepage yet? Is that your homepage when you log on? Is that the first thing that you go to is SpookySouthCoast.com? Actually, yeah. Yeah, I find that, you know, it, it seems a little bit uh, strange that I would want to go to that website, seeing as I'm the one that writes all the content for it most of the time. It's like, oh, I'm going to go. But I like to go to that message board and see just some of the discussions that have popped up amongst our members and... and I'd like to see the contributions of the things that they find online. Some people have found some really oh, the weak and weird stories yeah. they link to, and oh. the the different paranormal stories they link to. It's not. I think people have the misconception that our website is there to serve as a, a promotional tool for our show or for a home base, a headquarters for our show. That's not the case at all. We're trying to make it your multi-purpose, one-stop spot for paranormal, at least in this area, if not worldwide. So that's why we have our message board with all different kinds of areas where you can post. And uh, we're not really like these other message boards that are, you know, they they're real strict about the way that you post things and there's certain rules to follow. Uh, I just I get annoyed if I if there's too much structure to anything. So it's uh, it's a nice laid back community. There's great people that are on there every day that can help you with uh, any paranormal questions that you have. Uh, An Eagles Angel and Little Deb and. Uh, just so many of these people, Matt Moniz is on there all the time to answer your questions. So be sure to check it out. And uh, while you're there, maybe you want to shoot on over to cafepress.com slash spooky self and buy some of our swag. So I think that'll do it for tonight because uh, we're out of time. We were out of time like 10 minutes ago. But I'd much rather hear Kristen than a bunch of commercials from our fine sponsors. <laughs> Nothing to add to that, Matt. All right. Well, then, for the silent assassin, Matt Costa, who is completely silent tonight. It's, it's too bad, too, because we were going to talk about lucid dreaming, and he had some very interesting experiences with that. But we're going to have to talk about that a different time. And 
and Matt Moniz, who is barely lucid right now because we've kept him up to this point waiting around to come on to the show, our science advisor. So for those two guys, I'm Tim Weisberg. We'll talk to you next week. Stay spectacular. Rest assured, listener, that my time here has not been easy, and what you have just heard was not fiction. Although, in many a desperate moment, I most certainly wish it had been. It's over for now, it seems. Or at least, until yesterday begins again. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Supernatural is